Nate. All right. And with that, Uncultured Swines, our first two-parter. My name's Tyler. My name's Ken. Patrick. And this is we're... the first episode of the podcast. Which is part, two part two of There Will Be Blood. There Second will be take blood. of part two. <laughs> uh, technical issues anyone care to recap what happened in part one okay Oil. how about this how about this idea of recapping go okay. we all we recap it one word at a time yeah, i was just we thinking go around that. like a circle uh i foresee that backfiring horribly. let's just try it we can try it go you you start since you're the more cultured swine tyler and I don't know what word to use at the beginning. I don't know if I can use that, put that on a shirt. Um, <laughs> Daniel is the oil man, and he has a son. Deaf. H.W. All right, so that's already no. <laughs> his name. You already screwed it up, Ken. There's a there's an oil tycoon named Daniel. He has a son named H.W. He adopted some drills, so yeah. Uh, Baby box, not really adopted. He kind of just took them. Mm-hmm. Not after his dad died. Thinking yeah. of the workers were like, <laughs> he was going to take that baby or what? Nope. <laughs> this is your problem, boss. <laughs> he drills a bunch of wells, buys a bunch of land. He doesn't buy one piece of land because he doesn't want to. He oh, wants man. to, but it doesn't happen. He. Uh... Yep. Half brother. Half brother comes into play. You guys forgot about the Sundays. The Sundays, he uh, goes to church on them. <laughs> he probably does though. But there's a family named the Sundays, and he buys the land from them. And all the surrounding. Land. And all that's why I said all the surrounding land. Explosion. Uh, the Sundays boy son, he buys a preacher boy, builds a church for him because he's a preacher. He gives him like some money. He said he was gonna give him some money. He didn't. Oh. He gives him half. Yeah, he gives him some. Yeah. And the half-brother comes into place. Deaf boy goes to deaf school. Yep. And that's and where we that's left where off. He left off. And left might off. I add, the first two years of my college career, college life, uh, the most wild years of my life, I drove by a deaf and blind school every weekend on the way back home. Did you see HW there? No. So the house, it was really weird. Uh, the school was probably really nice, but there was like a playground area. And there's just like these little uh, sheds, but they were like built as like houses. Like they look like yeah. little mini houses, I yeah, guess, yeah, for the yeah. kids to play in. But every time I drove by, there was like four or five that were just upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I was always so confused. They never like it was always the same one, obviously. But I guess they yeah. just never put them back up. <laughs> but no, it was just the upside down house. <laughs> I guess yeah, maybe they were built like that. I did not want to be the last person out at recess. <laughs> nope. When I worked at disability services. In, uh, in college, I had to help uh, deaf oh, students. Uh, upside down house. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, I had to help deaf students take their tests and stuff. And blind students. I was a reader as well, which, you know. Yeah. I got paid absolute shit, but everyone worked with is nice. Yeah. It's a pretty good job, other than the, you know, thought I'd add some color there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a deaf lady once, and she had cochlear implants, and now she's not deaf science nice. yeah and we one time she was outside of a friend's house when we were driving on the highway and we me and my friend nick saw her from the highway and we started honking and screaming while we drove by but then we realized she couldn't hear us mm-hmm. but she's a lovely lady mm-hmm. and that was a pointless story <laughs> anywho uh yeah daniel decides to send off his son after he tried to burn down or he did successfully burn down their yeah. house yeah um 
now he's on his own with uh, Henry and his his, his uh, alleged step half brother, half brother, not step brother. Yeah, not yeah. step brother. They have the same from another mother. Yeah, uh, and then a representative from Standard Oil decides asks Union Oil. You no, he sells to Union Oil. Oh, yeah, no. Standard Oil is the one. Killers that, and Standard Oil is the one who's um, the big. He brings up his yeah, I like he, this part. <laughs> He brings up his son, and he's like, you're not going to tell me how to raise my family. I'll come into your house, and I'll slit your throat. I'll come into your house while you're sleeping. Yeah. I remember he specifically said that. To, to like One of these nights. And he was like, I'll what do you mean? your house. What are you talking about? Are you insane? <laughs> I offended you. I apologize. Yeah. So, he, they, does he go into the meeting thinking he's going to sell the standard, or and they bring up his No, no, son? no. They tricked him by saying they wanted to have a meeting about a different yeah, place he's like shitty, like Coyote Hills, I think is yeah, what it was called. Yeah. And I remember it was really funny because they're like, 150000 we'll like, give you 150000 for it. And he's like, yeah, do it, done. And Patrick's like, that was fast. Yeah. And then they want to buy out his local interests, essentially. Yeah. The stuff he's been working on. That was why on. they really wanted to have the meeting. And they he... want to buy out like all the stuff he's been working on. And then he'd bring up, like, he's give you more time to spend with your boy. Yeah. Because he's deaf now. And he's like, you're not going to tell me how to raise my son, you son of a bitch. And he's he's probably just feeling guilty he sent the boy. <laughs> Volt, he's also, as we've seen before, he's super sensitive about HW. Yes. Because <laughs> he beats up uh, Eli <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for bringing it up. So he decides to strike up a deal with Union instead to build a pipeline, pipeline. to California. California. Plus, California. he's going to make more money, girls. I think. Yeah. And, but they're, they're, this is also important. The brand, the Bandy Ranch still is the holdout. Yeah. Because yeah. Bandy wants to meet with them, and Daniel's like, I don't give a crap about bandy i think he honestly just forgot about him after the first part like <laughs> the first is like well the first well, scene where they bring it up he's just like we'll just buy it all around him then we don't, i don't care well, he, was he like, said something like he'll he come like, around yeah he'll, he'll come to us yeah and but then, then later on they're looking at a map and he's like why did we not get this territory yeah he did he did <laughs> yeah. actually forget about it and he blamed right. the other guy he's like you idiot and then he's like wait you're the one that said to wait on it <laughs> <laughs> so they're celebrating the deal at the beach and uh, they're reminiscing about times him and his half brother. Yeah, Henry. I, I, I did like that scene. On the way to the beach, they kept on like mapping out where the pipeline was going to go, mm-hmm. and then it ended. And they started that scene whenever like Bandy said like, "There's a chance we might sell you, but we'll have to come to some kind of agreement." And he went ahead and like made a mark where like he was going to have the pipeline go through the land anyways. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene of him like putting up where the pipeline was going to go, and it ended with him like drilling one directly into the table where they're having the meeting. <laughs> it's <laughs> called like, showmanship. I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> it is called showmanship, and you will respect it. And I wish I, we, I wish we did it in meetings up at the state capitol more often. I wanted to be Just, like, I want to go in business with that guy. <laughs> If you ever do it in the state capitol, will you film it? Uh, yeah, probably, because that would be news if someone jumped up on the table and they're talking about oil especially and started hammering a nail into the, into the table. It's Oklahoma, so it's very possible that could happen. Um, okay, so they're talking on the beach, reminiscing, and um, uh, Daniel's talking about the house he would want to buy. There's a house that he saw when he was younger that he that he always dreamt about yeah. living in and eating and sleeping in. And Henry's like, well, now you can buy it, man. He's like, well, if I saw that house now, I'd probably want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think? How do you interpret that? Um, he didn't like that house anymore. But why? Because he, he thought I like it. Boring. I, I thought that was kind of doing some kind of like he has 
too he, much he saw, money. Well, no, like he saw himself as like small minded when he was a kid, which like He's insecure. Yeah, with the thunder. <laughs> Almost perfectly. <laughs> may or may not picked up. I imagine it probably didn't. Oh. Yeah, that was funny. It was thunder after Ken looked at me like he <laughs> like he thought of that thought himself. Yes. <laughs> um any like in then he brings up then we we can pick up some girls and go to the peach tree dance and Henry's obviously he doesn't well, no, no, Henry was like, yeah, let's pick up some girls, and then... We'll take him down to the peach tree dance. Daniel was liquor. like, Let, yeah, take him to the peach tree dance. We'll get liquored up and go to the like, peach tree. I like just the picking up girls part. No, okay. he's like, he doesn't respond to the peach tree dance. Yeah, sign. yeah. And uh, Daniel's like, he repeats himself. Yeah. And then Henry like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're talking to someone, and you know they're not paying attention the first time, <laughs> and you repeat... And they just look at you and go, yeah, sure. <laughs> Patrick does it a lot. <laughs> no. Sometimes even when he does hear you. So then Daniel's suspicious from there. They do go get some girls. And I wonder what he, he was like laughing pretty hard when he you, was like, can I borrow some That money? lady was laughing so much. She never <laughs> stopped for like two minutes. They go to the bar and Daniel's sort of like lurking in the corner. And Henry's <laughs> like, Daniel. Daniel, can I borrow some money? Daniel, and there's a girl cackling in the background. The and he's like laughing with her though. Who's like? Yeah. I guess she's obviously like a prostitute, or they're at a whorehouse or something. Yeah. And um, Daniel's just like, yeah, sure, asshole. Too late, because then they go camping. Yeah. And uh, Daniel wakes, wakes up Henry up. with a gun. Poke, poke, poke. Woo! Little baby gun. Though. I can't remember off the top of my head. What's the question? He asks him about. He says it's something like, "What's what the, was house the, on the farm?" Yeah, yeah. Next to this place, and, and I think it was a place that uh, it was the town Henry had already mentioned, like yeah, their hometown, yeah, in Wisconsin. I can't remember what it was. No, no, like I think he had mentioned oh. a specific place that was next to the place. Yeah, uh, Daniel was asking like, about. So, like he knew he would know about that. Yeah, like I don't remember. And Daniel's like, "Who are you?" Because he, he he's obviously onto him, and yeah. Then Henry air quotes is like I I'll leave man, Aww. and then uh, <laughs> he <laughs> I, I like how tense this scene's pretty like fucking tense because uh, Daniel I'll, I'll 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 go I promise I didn't mean anything by it I, I he found essentially Henry he did have a brother named Henry yeah and they worked together I guess yes yeah. and he said they were friends yeah and cause, were they both both in prison because. The not Henry says that he was in prison for yeah. a bit. I can't remember if he said that was where they met or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real Henry died of tuberculosis. Yeah. And he had a diary. And then not Henry studied picked it up it. and studied it and went and found Daniel. And when he reveals this, they cut back to Daniel and the look of rage on his face. <laughs> He's not happy. It's like, like you can feel the heat coming <laughs> off of it. So he shoots him in the fucking head. Yeah. Um, which I guess... <laughs> We thought for a second you just shot him in the ear. Yeah, you couldn't really tell. I assume that was just they didn't want to show a whole bunch of gore and stuff. But... Well, it's rated R, so they could have. I think that realistically but what would happen. My favorite thing... Oh, no, like, it made sense he died. Yeah. Like... <laughs> my favorite part of the scene was uh, Harry's dead face. Henry. Henry. Henry's yeah, it was a really funny. Because it was like like the fake Because he face. shoots him point blank in the head. Yeah. But it's like the fake dead face you make whenever you're pretending to be dead with like your tongue sticking out and your eyes... <sighs> Probably a result of being shot directly in the head. 
Well, I mean, it was just funny, though. Yeah. And so he buries him in a, a wet hole. Yeah. There's water in it. There was. <laughs> we commented on that. <laughs> um, and he dug a big grave, too. I like. Yeah. He cared. Right. <laughs> and then he gets liquored up and yep. he drinks. And he wakes up hungover. Yeah. And woke up by Mr. Bandy. Mr. Because I guess we, we also forgot to mention, this is how good we are on this podcast, that they showed up to the Bandy estate because, like we said earlier, um, Bandy was the holdout. So they got to go visit him because they need that land. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> his son is like, or his grandson is there. Yeah. It's like, who are you? He's like, I, Daniel Plainview. He's like, I know who you are. And my grandpa's not here. What do you want? It's like, I'll tell your grandpa, you punk. <laughs> so they go camping, and uh, basically the next day, Manny uh, wakes him up. Yeah. And he's like, um, he knows <laughs> what happened yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the previous night, and he wants Daniel to repent. So uh, he says, like, I'll lease you the land if you come and get baptized at the church that Eli runs. And, and then, oh, this is he, another pretty funny scene yeah, where Daniel's like, I'll give you $3,000. $3, <laughs> it's like, no, you need to repent. $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't like 10000 as high as he goes? I think something? so. And then like, he's still, you can tell he's just not going to go. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, Bandy gives him the pistol mm-hmm. that he used. And he's like, you're a sinner. You need to repent. And he's like, oh. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go. Okay, so this is the scene that they played a lot during award season. Yeah. Um, so this is the this is the church scene. I'm gonna play us a clip, um, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, Daniel, uh, basically, Eli's like, anyone who sinned here, and Daniel's like, all right, I guess I got to do this. He's like, Me. <laughs> it's almost like he forgot he was supposed to stand up for that part. Like <laughs> very hungover. <laughs> so he gets called up. Here we go. Give me the blood, Lord, and let me get away. Do you accept 
Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes, I do. Get out of here, devil! Okay, this is Daniel recognizing the showmanship here. Apparently they filmed the slapping scenes back to back, like the day before they filmed Eli getting slapped, and they filmed this one the next day. <laughs> Slapping Daniel pretty hard. How he delivers that. This is so funny. It is. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, cut it off before he's like, I got there it. There is a pipeline. Yeah, there is a pipeline. He basically knows <laughs> he's got he's got what he needs to get. Um, so that scene is probably like the. One that, in terms of acting, probably the best one for Daniel Day-Lewis. So there's a reason they played it a lot. <laughs> um, any thoughts on it? I liked Eli and Bandy's faces at the end. Where like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Bandy seems pretty happy. He doesn't seem to care. Like, Yeah. Because uh, he, he, all the church parishioners like, gather around and like, yeah, and Bandy's like, with them. Maybe, maybe Eli was the only one. Eli's the only, well, Daniel even like whispers yeah, something yeah. to him, which they reveal later what he says. But um, and then once Daniel whispers it to him, Eli has like a frown the yes. rest of the scene <laughs> uh, <laughs> because uh, I'm sure as you have gathered from part one, Eli and uh, Daniel make up the central conflict of the movie between like faith and greed. They are not friends. No, they are not. Patrick, do you like that scene at all, or did no, don't you really you didn't really care? It was funny. <laughs> or he. Gets the water on him and is the <laughs> like a big old horse. Where he just yeah he basically recognizes that this is a fucking circus and <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swerve into it. Um, so yeah, he gets the he gets the bandy trap. Well, does he? I'm trying to remember because this is a point later. I think so. I think yeah. they had to. I thought he goes right into it. Yeah, yeah the yeah. pipeline's like yeah. well underway. So. Uh, uh, then H.W. comes back yeah. from school. And that part was funny, too. Yeah, run me through it. Um, they, it shows them working on the pipeline, and then this car pulls up. It's a really big up. wide shot, too. Yeah. This car pulls up, and then Daniel gets up to go to the car. And then H.W. and this guy get out. And then he says something like, I'm going to teach him, blah, blah, blah. And Daniel's like, my boy, my boy. And he, like, picks him up. And he's like, I'm so glad you're back. Or he gives him a hug, and he's like, this does me good. Mm -hmm. And he picks him up, and he's like, oh, you're too heavy for me now. You're too big. Yeah. And then they kind of walk off, and he's, like, showing them the pipeline. And they kind of walk off, and he shows where it's going to go and, like, where it's coming from. And then he kind of just kind of, like, gets down on one knee and is kind of looking at H.W. And H.W. starts to punch him in the face. And yes. like, <laughs> like, no, 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 none of that. <laughs> uh, justifiably so? Yeah, yeah, you made that <laughs> argument. I did. Daniel didn't even see that mad about it. He was just kind of like, I get I'm it. not going to get punched. Like, but <laughs> you got one enough. in. You got, you got one in. <laughs> okay, so they go to lunch, and that's going to lead to another clip, because this is a scene that uh, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis does an acting choice that reminds me of our dear old friend Patrick, yes. and I'm, gonna, I'm hoping that you guys recognize it. I'm not going to point it out until afterwards, but... Um, they're going to go get some steaks. Yep. And he gets, does he order whiskey? Yes. And goat milk for the boy. Yes, and a water. Yeah, water. Because you got to stay hydrated. All right, so two clips in a row. Probably have, have two more after this one, so let's just enjoy this one. Oh, um, 
just for another preface, the the guys that he threatened to cut the throat of yeah. from Standard Oil, they come into the restaurant that they're eating at. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Daniel has to get up and get his order. They're sitting like right across the way from them. Putting a napkin over his head. <laughs> HW is just staring at him. He's talking about the girl in his. He's taking a napkin off. I can't hear you. <laughs> about Daniel. He is not happy about that. No. confused because he can't hear any of this <laughs> okay so yeah he, he he's basically trying to rub it in their face that he went behind he after threatening them he went to their competitor and <laughs> built a pipeline with them and uh the whole you look like a fool don't you <laughs> and he says yes and even daniel clearly wasn't prepared for him to say that <laughs> yes <laughs> patrick i feel like you've done that before Basically, basically from the napkin scene onward. Yeah, that was entirely <laughs> <laughs> your behavior. How'd you feel about that? Did you relate? Uh, it was a funny scene. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, like a, a, something this movie doesn't get a whole lot of credit for. There's, <laughs> as much as you guys didn't like it, there were some, there were a lot of funny scenes in it. Yeah, I do have to say, I definitely like intentionally I do bring funny them scenes. up. Yeah, I, I do remember laughing at them and laughing and, again. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, he's like, 
he, he that's a lot of his movies. There's a lot of that on there. He's actually married to Maya Rudolph. I don't know if you knew that from oh, SNL. Right. Oh yeah, huh. um, I did not know that. And she's in Bridesmaids. Um, she's in yeah. she's in MacGruber um, as his <laughs> dead wife. <laughs> they have sex in the cemetery. Um, I'm trying to think of is she in? Oh, she is in a pop star. She's the one who is the fridge lady. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. She has a pretty funny line. I cannot remember what it is though. Shit. I'm sorry, my Rudolph. <laughs> but you were funny in Popstar. Yeah. Which is Patrick's favorite movie. Do you like Maya Rudolph? I don't know who that is. Are you fucking one. kidding me? The uh, one we I just said. I, 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 I can't picture her face, though. Continue on. <laughs> I know who it is in the movie. In Popstar? Yeah. I remember the fridge scene. It's like a pivotal moment. Patrick's upset. Okay. Ken's showing a picture of my Rudolph. It didn't help. It did not help. No. <laughs> do do uh, her name pop star? That's why I did. <laughs> you didn't even show me a picture from the movie. That's why I did. You right. showed me a normal picture, though. <laughs> in between, when that didn't work, I put it in pop star. Yeah, just type in pop star. I did. All right, so work on the pipeline <laughs> continues. And uh, we're about to do another time jump, but we see uh, H.W. working alongside his, uh, what you call it, an interpreter or a teacher? Probably more of a teacher, right? Both. Um, oh, Because okay. he's learning sign language. Cause he's I, remember, yeah. I remember her now. And um, we get a nice what? Shut little montage of him and Mary. Mary is like watching him learning from the interpreter. And yeah. she's like, you know also doing the signing stuff too and then they do a time jump yeah. to their wedding essentially in Boom. 1827 yeah. love. Uh, Mary and him are getting married beforehand though because <laughs> we always this always happens we forget another important thing Eli leaves for missionary work yeah it's important I don't know why Patrick went there <laughs> no I was just I wasn't to that part I was to the part that we miss everything it's like a two and a half hour movie so i mean can't hit it all <laughs> and we're not professionals that must also be stressed <laughs> yeah we have real jobs i'm apparently the most cultured of us and i forget all these things at, at movies though not not all things um well most, most things no not at all i'm not I'm the most cultured with the ladies and stuff like that how many so. girlfriends have you had a lot like ten thousand in the last month you must dream a lot must sleep a whole bunch. <laughs> Don't sleep any more than anyone else. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, we're in 1927 now, and uh, Mary and H.W. get married. And um, I don't know if you recognized adult H.W., but he was from the first season of Fargo, because that actor is actually deaf. He plays Mr. Wrench, I believe. I, I know you, you've seen the first season of yeah. Fargo. He, um, You don't remember the deaf... Like assassin guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he has another friend who gets killed. And yeah, he uh, he he comes back in season three, which I thought was cool. Um, Russell yeah. Has, Russell Havard is his name. Um, he's been in a couple other things, I think. But yeah, he's actually deaf. Um, I thought he looked kind of familiar, but I couldn't place him. Mm -hmm. Um, and on the other side of things, Daniel has since retired. I guess because he's now rich enough to not have to yeah. work anymore. He now has a basically a big house. But he might. Wait, he this... may not have retired. He could just like own a company. He was signing a bunch of like uh, checks. It looked like. Yeah, he like was signing a, a bunch of stuff. I mm -hmm. would probably just say he maybe doesn't work, but 
Yeah, this is when my He's a raging alcoholic at this point now. Aren't we all? No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm not either. Not even you. I know. <laughs> Dumb thing to say. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, this is when my notes picked up again. I The first... I have one note. I'm your brother from another mother, Henry. Mm-hmm. The next one just says bowling alley. Yeah, yeah he's a... rich enough to have a bowling alley. Is that impressive? Just say what you need to say. Yeah, let's speak on it. Oh yeah, this is a chess. That's appropriate, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's why I, paper that's why I pointed chess. it out. You should have just said that instead <laughs> yeah, of Jester. <laughs> Like we can't read your mind or something. He also has a Dalmatian. He does. Yeah, yeah, and and a marble floor, and he was just shooting stuff. In his yeah, house, that was really cool. in the hallway just for fun. If I had, a, if I was rich, I would do that. I remember he just sort of signing checks too. He said it was just sort of he going about his day, not really caring anymore. Yeah. Um, and um, he, our H W comes to visit him. Yeah. And I guess it just from initially they probably haven't talked in a long time uh and he brings his interpreter with them he's like i'm going to mexico yeah he wants to dissolve their partnership essentially because they're still business partners at this point and um wants to go to mexico with mary to start his own business yeah and daniel reacts shall we say conservatively like a jerk and um well he decides to tell hw some things and that's going to bring us to another clip now we're kind of clip heavy this but like i said the second half kind of has the most memorable stuff in it so let's uh get to it i should have known that under this all these past years you've been building the hate for me piece by piece i don't even know who you are because you have none of me in you you're someone else's it's anger your maliciousness That seems harsh, to say <laughs> the least. Um, I'm guessing since you guys were clearly not paying attention at the beginning of the movie, you were, were you not actually shocked? Or Well, let's talk about, yeah, the most shocking thing in the movie for probably anyone that really watched it was 
that his H.W. Uh, was not his real son. It's not really a shock if you were paying attention at the beginning of well, the movie. I was like, whoa! And then yeah, I was see? like, oh, I guess, okay, that wasn't him holding him at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so shocking if you were not paying attention to the movie at the Which beginning of the movie. Neither of us were. Oh, we were watching, though. Yeah. No, apparently you left to go to the bathroom or Not something. during that part. What yeah. were you doing then? Were you talking? No. No. We watched the movie. How did it slip past you? He's all covered in oil. Yeah. He, I did, just assumed it was did, the same did, guy. Dipping on the boy. So you would just assume he was, he was a man of his word when he said like his mom died in childbirth? Yeah. Most people don't just pick up random kids. Yeah. I mean, if someone told me my mom died in I mean, when they explicitly show it at the beginning, yes. <laughs> You're right, but they showed it explicitly <laughs> happening at the beginning. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I am. <laughs> There's a very ex- they're long extended take of two people don't remember but one person does uh two of the people in this room are also renowned for their unculturedness so that's the whole point so that's we didn't let you down that is pretty astounding that you guys did not pick up on that neither of you did nope but uh i think daniel's also he sees like he i think there was still some there was still some love there for hw to a degree uh, there was definitely some contention there, but this is like the thing that. Well, no, like he was definitely like lashing out because he was sad he was leaving. Right. Like, you're not gonna do that if you don't care. Right. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. And this is him, essentially. Like, I'm done with you at this point. You. This is the final betrayal because there was already the his quote unquote not brother. Yeah. Reveal like. He 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 had another familial familial connection because H.W. wasn't. Yeah, that always lingered there. Maybe that's another. You could see that as another reason why he's very sensitive about H.W. because that's not his actual uh-huh. son, and for, as much as he tries, that's not going to be a connection. Mm-hmm. And he has, even though he has the connection. Yeah. What? What? What's the connection? Like, they do have a relationship. Oh, they do care about each other. Yeah, just because they're related. Competitors. By... Yeah. Now, now you're my competitor. He says that. He's grumpy. He's very grumpy. As he's yelling, bastard in a basket. <laughs> Your dad ever yell that at you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to uh, say that was probably not true. Just yeah, in case your mom true. doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Wendy. Both my parents. <laughs> they both love me. I'm being, I, I hey, that now me. you know. Guess what? Like, <laughs> adopted parents can be cool. <laughs> Daniel, not so much in this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and what? The next go around to the bully part. Okay. In the. Which I have another big set of notes here. It just says bowling fight. Okay, you're getting ahead though. Yeah, that's the next scene. Yeah, but you're getting ahead of that in that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eli is... visits Daniel. Wait. Yeah. Shut up. Idiot. No, he's on the floor, like passed yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, he's like visiting Daniel. Uh, his like butler or something tries to wake him up. Smithers. Yeah. Which happened earlier. <laughs> that's a good butler. Which happened earlier in the movie when he was also passed out drunk yeah. on the floor. He's his professional waker upper boy. Yeah. That was 
I think it was to, someone else like, waking him up, but he yeah. was drunk then too. And I remember there's like Henry or HW by sleep. Yeah. Why are you getting up? And Eli walks in. And he's a radio preacher. Now. And he's like, Wake up. Yeah. He's like, The house is on fire. You gotta get out. He still doesn't really get up very fast. Nope. <laughs> he didn't even move. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Get Daniel or something like that. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants, he's first, he's like smoozing up with Daniel, like, We're brother in law or we're related now because my sister. Yeah. Got married to your son. We're family now, Daniel. Yeah. All the times we had together. Remember those times? <laughs> Such good times. And he had like three glasses of alcohol and yeah. he tried to give Daniel one, but he didn't want one. Yeah. Which is really weird that he had three. Yeah. <laughs> Who was, uh, what was the Daniel other eating one? ribs during this whole yes. thing too? <laughs> I think it's steak. Which, I think it's just eating steak. I thought he was eating ribs. I thought it was ribs. Anyway, he, he was like he was like just eating like bites, eating meat. So. Yeah. He wasn't like eating with two hams like a rib. Like he it was, yeah, it was really skinny too though. I think it, looked, it was a steak. Looked good. But um it, I thought that was really funny too, because that plate was just next to him when he was passed out. Yeah, so and they probably been out there like all day and <laughs> You know, meat's good all the yeah. Like I'm confused as to and I don't know why I'm confused because I've seen this movie a lot. Did he actually get Bandy's land because that's what he, that's what Eli's coming to barter with. So no, they no, said no, something. No. So when he first went to Bandy's land, mm-hmm. his grandson was there. Right. His grandson said, "I know who you are. You're the oil man." Right. And he's like, "I want to talk to your grandpa about your land." Mm-hmm. And then the son said, "Well, we don't want you drilling here." Mm-hmm. And then uh, Daniel said, "Well, me neither." I just want to lease it. So I think they came to terms where it was okay to run the pipeline through his land. Ah, and it wasn't okay. okay to do the drilling. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. Yeah. I, think. I feel like I should know that. I probably did, but there's a lot to remember. There is. <laughs> and my brain is so well, small. But he he was... Eli. He told Eli that he had wells around the site. Well, yeah. He bought, that, up, he bought up all the land around. Yeah, and the, that he was sucking the, the oil from well, that's underneath getting Bandy's that's land. Getting, that's, getting Wait, that's what you were just talking about. I know, though. but we're going to get... Like, I got a clip to play still. Yeah. <laughs> Another one? This is the last one. I don't know why you're disappointed. I'm not there yet. Oh. <laughs> we got to get to like... Uh, uh, basically, like we said, Eli wants to sell Bandy's land. He's offering it to Daniel because it's the last thing he needs. Because um, there's a, purportedly a lot of oil underneath it, and Daniel's like, "Yeah, sure, man, but first you got to say you got to denounce your faith, and you got to say you're a false prophet." Yeah, and Eli at first is like, "No, I don't want to do that." It's like, "Just do it, man. Come on, you can do it." Because there's money. a sense that you know Eli needs this underlyingly. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> once he. <laughs> finally says it once he's like he because daniel's just doing like say it louder say it louder well like it's the you could tell in the scene where daniel had to uh get baptized at the church uh eli was making him say a whole bunch of stuff that he didn't want to say and do a whole bunch of stuff he didn't want to do yeah and now or now daniel is just like oh yay the tables have turned exactly i'm going to enjoy this i was hoping you were gonna pick up on that and you brought it up (gasps) (laughs) you get a culture point yes God, we need to implement that. Culture point. Some sort of Culture stickers. Point. <laughs> For someone bringing up something. Un- Anyone keeping count? I'm winning right now. <laughs> yeah. Winning one to zero. <laughs> anyway, uh, once he says it, Daniel's like, eh, worthless. I already, I've been, uh, <laughs> I sucked it all up. And yep. uh, 
Let's go to the clip. <laughs> <laughs> this is the clip. It was Paul talking about you. He used to profit. He used to support one. He's talking about his brother. He knew what was there. He found me to take it out of the ground. But the funny thing is, listen, listen, listen. I paid him $10,000 cash in hand. Like that. He has no company now. A prosperous little business. Three wells producing $5,000 a week. Stop crying, you sniveling ass. Stop your nonsense. You're just an afterbirth, Eli. No. Yeah. Slithered up <laughs> your mother's filth. Oh. They should have put you in a glass jar, a mantelpiece. Where were you when Paul was suckling at his mother's teeth? Where were you? Who was nursing you, poor Eli, when a band is sound? has been had. Nothing you can do about it. It's gone. It's had. If you would just you take this lease, then you're... Real funny. Reaches across the way <laughs> and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the iconic scene of the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Eli basically made a bunch of bad investments with money. And now he desperately needs this money yeah. to uh, get him out of it, I guess, from some maybe loan sharks or something to that degree. Yeah. So he's got nothing to borrow with because Daniel's been drinking that stuff up. Yep. There is some context to that scene, actually. Um, and I have it here with a fun fact. Have, have these facts been pretty fun so yeah, far? Yeah, they've been pretty good. All right. There's a lot for this one because there's a lot of cool, interesting tidbits about the movie. The infamous I drink your milkshake yeah. scene is in part a real quote. Paul Thomas Anderson found the metaphor in a congressive in congressive transcripts from the 1920s Teapot Dome scandal in which New Mexico Republican Senator Albert Fall was convicted of accepting bribes for oil drilling rights to various lands, according to Anderson. I think it was Albert Fall who was asked to describe drainage before Congress, and his way of describing it was if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and my straw reaches across the room, I'm sure I embellished it and I and changed it around and made it more plain view, but Fall used the word milkshake, and I thought it was so great. <laughs> it was mad to see the, the word among all this official testimony and terminology, a fucking milkshake. I get so happy every time I hear that word. So, <laughs> apparently... <laughs> Uh, Senator literally just admitted to it in, when he was describing the shit that he did. <laughs> so, I thought that was kind of funny. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I love the word milkshake. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're like reading, I, I've been in government meetings before, and when someone drops something like that, you do like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you notice it and you love it. <laughs> uh, I think there was another instance of that coming up. Uh, let me look it up. This might be a, a new part to that fun fact. <gasps> Don't look. 
Um, in 2013, an independent attempt to locate this statement in false testimony proved unsuccessful. This could be fake. This could be breaking news from 2013. An article published in Case Western Review Law Review suggested the actual source of the paraphrase quote may instead have been remarks in 2003 by Senator Pete Dominici, also of New Mexico, during a debate over drilling in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. In those remarks, Dominici said, the oil is underground and it is going to be drilled and come up. Here is a giant reservoir underground, just like a curved straw. You put it underground and maneuver it. And the milkshake, in quotes, is the way over there. And you, your little child wants the milkshake. And they sit over here in the bedroom where they are feeling ill. And they just gobble up from way down in the kitchen. And... Sorry, I'm getting a technical suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> where you don't even have to move the mix master that made the ice cream for them. You don't have to take it to the, be to the bedroom. This describes the actual drilling that is taking place. I believe that is called horizontal drilling, right? Is that what he's referring to? Yeah. I can start I on my own yeah. land and go on underneath and go to your land. Didn't we just approve that in Oklahoma recently? No, I think it's been going on. Like, yeah. That, that like was invented in like the 20s. What did they just pass? Was that vertical drilling then? Mm. Or some, I guess it was like they're, they're now allowed to drill in areas that they were not before a certain way. Uh -huh. I, can't, I don't want to say what that was because I can't remember what it was on. <laughs> yes. But... Really? Um, is that considered a shady practice still in terms of are you actually are you even allowed to do that yeah really like you can well <laughs> you can buy i think up, you i think can... you get that permission i mean yeah yeah I, I, like, I you can't like... you can't like you have to like work out the details of like i don't think you're allowed to like buy this land and then without any permission just drill into actually, someone else's is that like mineral mineral rights it's something like, that. like, like that. i don't yeah. think you actually own underneath your land was that a thing back then though but i don't know how any of that worked so i could be all wrong i don't know i know it gets real complicated yeah there's a lot stuff. of money involved Probably really <laughs> <changed>. <laughs> yeah if it were not as late as it was we'd call up our oil expert again and get his input on. i was just thinking our or our expert from last our, our first step yeah so of, of part one of <laughs> Uh, it's gonna get complicated real quick. He's real mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, after that little milkshake es episode, uh, Daniel snaps and begins attacking. Bowling fight. It's really funny. And chases him around the bowling room. Well, first yeah. he's throwing balls down the alley yeah. at him. And trying he's to all oh, your song and dance. <laughs> he's which... like walking with a hunchback. Which. <laughs> so, I, this is my final note that I took, yeah. and I didn't expect to take any more, but like. Uh, something happened in the scene, which like this was a really good scene. Like it was funny. I got the, what they were trying to get across. It was like violent and entertaining. Mm. Um, I expected better from this movie. All of a sudden, at one point, he throws a bowling ball down and it hits whatever he was using to like kind of repave his uh like bowling lanes. Yeah, and it splashes up and lands right on the camera. Right, and they use that shot. And I don't know, for some reason, any time that happens in a movie, it just takes me immediately out of it. I mean, they did that and earlier in the movie, too. I know, but just, like... Why? Why? No, why? I mean, like, why does that take you out of the movie? Why? Well, I just immediately know there's a camera there. Like, yeah. It adds a realism to it, too. I mean, I could see why it might distract you, but... 
that's a tool a lot of directors yeah use. i know and most of the time i don't like it so <laughs> probably you, just because yeah. i'm uncultured but it's <laughs> no it doesn't have anything to do with being uncultured um but uh it's a choice that i'm not a fan of it's something and... paul thomas anderson does a lot um so if we watched other movies i guess she'll just have to <laughs> just point it, it point it out or, yeah uh yeah he's chasing him around he eventually catches up to him whacks him in the back with a boiling pin and then proceeds to beat him to death yeah. with it I he, thought, he only swings like three times, though. It's I thought on funny. the first hit, he almost seemed surprised that he had got him. Like, oops. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, might as well. Bam. Bam. Well, I think only two whacks is enough to directly to the back <laughs> of the head with the bowling pin is enough to kill you. Yeah, yep. no, I mean, it was just funny, though. He just hit him just three times and it was done. Yep. And then his butler comes down to check in on him, and then He's Daniel like, just oh. turns out, turns around and just says... Well, no, he wasn't even really no, on the shot. Like, no, like... his delivery is, I'm finished. Yeah. And then it goes dun 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 dun. There's like a movie over. There's a really funny South Park episode where Wendy and Cartman have a fight finally, and Wendy beats the shit out of Cartman, obviously, and then it ends with her saying it exactly like that. That's pretty great. And how do you interpret the ending? Um. Like, why do you think he beat Eli to death? He's mad. <laughs> He's bottled up rage. Yeah. Stuff like that. Do you think there's any meaning behind I'm finished? That being the last word. Do you think it's like a literal? No, nah, that's how you knew the movie was over, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's not like a... There's not a I think he, he probably meant to say, it's finished, like the movie's finished, but he said, I'm finished in the scene. He forgot you were supposed to yell cut. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. could also say he's finished for, you know, in the sense of, that's, like, I'm done. I'm going to jail probably for murdering a man. <laughs> no, he could just, go, like, go bury the guy. No, no funny fact, the, the, one of the, like, real-life people that um, Daniel Plainview's uh, based on, mm-hmm. um, I believe, Edward Donies. No, uh, who was in Boyle Man. Hands. That was his house that they filmed in the ending. Like what? That, that, that was the actual in Beverly Hills. Wow. Um, Fancy house. They had to renovate the bowling alley, I believe, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the movie's over. Um, and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson dedicated it to Robert Altman, who's another pretty famous director who clearly inspired him at the end because he died while he was in the process of editing it. Oh, um, Altman Brothers knew robert altman was the oh. director we'll probably watch some of his movies too because he's a really famous one um so yeah now we're just going to spend the next few minutes unpacking this movie uh i'm sure you guys don't have a whole lot to say i just saw another fact that i wrote down that daniel day lewis broke a rib while he was filming this movie what i wonder what scene that was in probably when he fell down the hole you think he was so he was so method that he needed he to, to fall. fall down the hole <laughs> yeah, to fall. and not only that he had to break his actual yes, leg yes. doing it too and crawl yep. 10 miles yep. hey, we don't have time for this i'm not daniel day lewis i'm daniel plainview um so yeah i could say a lot of things i like about it and i'm sure i'll point it out but we're gonna let's get into the nitty-gritty of Oh yeah, we were going to talk about why do we think it's called There Will Be Blood instead of just we'll... all the times people wait, died. Can, during the, during the um, halfway point when we took a break and came back to film part two, during our break, Ken, you said you had a really good reason for the, uh, the maybe the possible meaning behind the name of the movie. You said like not let yeah, anyone yeah. down. Important to know no. that there's not a correct 
interpretation, yeah. but well, there are like, wrong ones. He, <laughs> he, he, he really talked it up, though. I did. And he said, I'm not going to let anyone down with this, and I want to hear it right now. Right, right now? now. It do is it. that the blood was oil. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay, expand on that. There was it oil in the ground. Blood. Metaphor. And the same thing with blood in the Are you saying... Our don't, bodies be, don't, be, don't be don't be do what you're, I know what you're gonna do. I'm gonna say some things, and then you're just gonna go, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but in the situation of oil, like you said, or using that <laughs> metaphor, Daniel says, "I have a competition in me." During that scene that we listened to in part one, yeah. um, and you could. What? Why are you laughing? You're looking over at Ken and laughing for no reason, <laughs> and. You could see that competition as there's going to be blood to be spilled, uh, particularly in this business. And blood is spilled, so to speak. Like, friendships are lost. Ah, metaphorical um, blood. In this sense, Daniel actually kills some people. He does. <laughs> but not for the sake of the business. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said metaphorical blood, because I was thinking that yeah. too. And he said friendships. Is... He does yeah. threaten to cut a man's throat. He does. Do you think he did? I hope he did. I don't think so. Um, there are some other, um, <laughs> I'm going to pull a, my brother, my brother and me and pull up <laughs> some, uh, not Yahoo answers, but there are some Reddit <laughs> answers to this that I looked up just for this. Um, and we have a biblical connotation behind it in Exodus seven nineteen. Then the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, take your staff and stretch your hand over the waters of Egypt over their rivers, over their streams, and over their pools, and all over their reservoirs of water, that there may become blood, and there will be blood, throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. For anyone who remembers their Moses, this refers to one of the ten deadly plagues unleashed upon the Egyptians, due to the Pharaoh not releasing the Israelites. In the context of the film, um, this works... um, in favor of the symbolism of brutal revenge and wrongdoing. Not in Egypt. Shut down. So Wrong. Yeah, stupid Incorrect. Idea. A lot of the film deals with betrayal and brutal backstabbing coupled with furious anger. But Moses is not in the On movie. the part of so many different characters. Given this, the title and its relation to the biblical verse seems quite apt. Uh, my associates are stupid and cannot make no. connections to anything. So. Can, you, can you Google Bible app? Or Bible verse. I can, but online. I'm not going to. Well, I want to keep it in the in the biblical range for a second. All right. Well, I you have bring it up. I don't well, have to I don't do have, it for you. My phone's dead. So, <laughs> well, just say what you're going to say. Well, I have to look up the verse. I don't. No, know. How about you tell me what the connection you're going to make, and then I'll. Well, it, it relates the man with blood, and then like the letting of blood. But you have to like read the verse for it to make sense. It's a good one. You could also say that the movie's like the All title's right. like a. <laughs> I'll look at. I would look it up, but I don't know what else to go off on. Uh, you could say that the title is also a warning. Yeah. As to what's going to happen for Eli, for Eli and for Henry. <laughs> uh, the discovery of oil, the rise of oil as big business, the big companies moving in and taking over, etc., will lead to a lot of violence. We only see a tiny bit of that in the movie to, I'm sure, a detriment for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, several people do die as a result of the oil beneath the farm. Um, the title of the movie 
reminds us of the fact a lot of blood will be eventually spilled over the soil. And what we're seeing with Daniel is just the tip of the iceberg. I still think I liked your original. Which one? One that you brought up. I don't remember if it's in part one or part two. It have two. to do with the familial yeah. things of like... Uh, I, I, I didn't blank on what I said. <laughs> it was basically like the title was dealing with the fact that like he would form family relationships because that was like the only thing that he cared about. You could about. see it as like a, a determination that there will be a blood connection, so to speak. Yeah. And, and over, I did so not as much as he tries that does not happen. I did not remotely think of that during the movie. See, I didn't think just from all the things you've said, that was the one I kind of liked the yeah, best. Yeah, and that isn't even isn't even one that like hit me immediately. Like I said, I've watched this movie a lot, and there's new things that I learn about it every time. Like Arrested Development, but not nearly as fun. Well, it says you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess just to note. For Patrick and you, this one was shot on a Panavision XL 35mm camera, um, which is an outfitted primarily with Panavision C-Series and a high-speed anamorphic lens. Um, he also used an old-timey camera at one point, which um, I think he used it during the scene. He might use, he probably used it more than once, but he definitely used it, I, I hope, because I could be wrong, and people could crucify me for this if they want. I can smiling at me. <laughs> uh, for the scene where Daniel's on the train with the little baby, um, when they hold it on that. If it's an old-timey camera, obviously you can't move around a whole lot with it. I just thought that was an interesting fact. Ken's not going to say anything because he's afraid that Patrick's going to say you didn't know that or don't know what he's talking about. That's 100% why I was being quiet. <laughs> but can you agree this movie was like really good looking? Definitely parts of it, yeah. Like like I said, I really that was probably my favorite scene was the whole running to put out the <laughs> drill fire. <laughs> I <have> some music. <laughs> See, I thought the music <laughs> elevated that scene like like tenfold. It did at the beginning, and then it lost me. It even opens with like that creepy like overture of yeah. I can't do it really with my mouth, so <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Patrick, you need to talk some. That's not, that's <laughs> not talking. <laughs> how do you? How about you? How do you analyze the movie? Like, not even just the title, but. Give me some themes. Themes? What do you mean? What do you... Oh, they like Doug Crowell. <laughs> Not really a theme. It was a boring movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are themes. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. He's crazy. Who? The main character. Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> he said it at me like I, I had forgotten. <laughs> There are there is some criticism of this movie for all like the outside of you guys just thinking it's boring. There's some people that didn't like that uh, the characters were sort of unbending, or that the and that there was a lack of female characters. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that I read. Oh, some people didn't like the ending. Did you like the ending? I thought it made sense with the movie. Uh, explain. <laughs> I didn't dislike it. I'm not sure I would go as far as say as I liked it, um, just because it had been two and a half hours at that point. <laughs> a lot of people also think the movie is sort of self-inflated with its own importance. Would you say that? Would you say it like came off as pretentious? No, I wouldn't say that. Just 
any more pretentious. All right, let's since we can actually c compare and contrast. Uh, <laughs> even though this has like not a heck of a whole lot to do with anything that happened <laughs> in Indignation. Uh, did you find Indignation pretentious at all? Mm, no, I wouldn't say pretentious. Yeah. Um, but they're both boring. Yeah. yeah. This one less so. Mm -hmm. What about you, Patrick? I agree. Oh, this one was less boring. Yeah. Um. Any <laughs> Patrick said there weren't any themes, but can can you talk to like? You see it as like a conflict between capitalism um, and greed, or the nature of capitalism, I should say, and greed, and like, just it's natural, like it's just presence generally. Did you think there was anything political? I mean, probably. Out. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could literally, <laughs> you could preface any of these podcasts with that. <laughs> oh, man. You summed it up much better than anyone ever could. <laughs> um, I guess I can also note how many, even though you guys have said you don't like it and for patrick has said repeatedly it doesn't matter what other critics say this is on like a shit ton of other people's not only best of 2007 list but best of the decade list um i'm trying to i had like a statistic let's see 2016 it was voted number three best film of the 21st century as picked by 177 film critics around the world what was the best one um I gotta look that up. You guys fill up the dead air. I wish I had your help. Stupid up, up, boom. Put my finger in my. No, room. just talk about the movie, Stop. you idiots. What did you think? <laughs> I watched it. What did you think? Uh, me too. It was a long one. Yeah. You were um, here with me. What do you mean, me too? <laughs> um. Mulholland Drive. What the crap is that? That's a David Lynch movie. Why are you I don't know what I asked you. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> like I, of course I don't know what it is. What's number two? Uh, in the Mood for Love. What the heck? <laughs> Three. There Will Be Blood. I want to I go until I re recognize another movie besides that one. Spirited Away is the next one. I like that one. You've seen Spirited Away, haven't you? By Hayao Miyazaki? Yeah. Okay, he hasn't seen that one. I uh, have. Boyhood. I have. I have. I have. What? Boyhood's number five. Come on. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless What's Mind is number six. It took 12 years to make. Oh, we haven't uh, watched that one yet. Tree, watched a clip of it. Yes. The Tree of Life is number seven, which is on our list to watch. Oh, dang it. Um, Have you seen that movie? No. A aware, One and though. a Two is number eight. A Separation. Oh, that's on our list, too. It is. Is there not any that good ones? Uh, no Country for <laughs> Old Men is number ten. Is there any other good ones? Uh, Inside Lewin Davis, Zodiac, Children of Men, The Act of Killing, Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days, Holy Motors, Pan's Labyrinth, so White Ribbon. Do you like Pan's Labyrinth? I don't know if I actually seen Mad that. Max Fury Road. How about there? There Yay. we go. That's number 19. Isn't this a remake, though? No, it's a no. sequel. Oh, yeah. God. Why isn't, like, Shaun of the Dead on there? Popstar. Shaun of the Dead uh, is on Hot Fuzz, Hot Rod. Wally's on here. Hot Rod's not going to be on here. Well, man. It's not Patrick's <laughs> best movies of the 21st Control century. Control F and see if you find it. Uh, no. How about... I'm not going to do that. Actually, I don't know... Shaun of the Dead could be on here. I doubt it is, though. Check. Control I'm, F. I'm not going Please. to. Pearl Tenenbaums is on here. Please. Carol is on here. <laughs> see if it's on there. Uh, indignation, I don't see either, but... Oh, well. 
Yeah, th- this movie's pretty well regarded, I would say. Um, some people think it's overrated. I guess you guys fall in the overrated camp. <laughs> or, I don't know. Like, or do you... Uh, let me phrase it like this. You <laughs> you recognize maybe you're not the target audience for this movie. Yeah. And I didn't What's the dis- parts of it. Like, All right, talk about the stuff you liked. How about that? Comparing this one to the other movies that we're eventually going to do for the podcast that we haven't yet. Because this is the first one. It's the first one. (laughs) Um, This has definitely been my favorite so far. Uh Um, I don't know. The like it looked good the whole time. The fights. The fights were good. Death. It was. I think it was paced fairly well. There were a couple times where, like... For two and a half hours, I think it's paced extraordinarily well. Like, there were a couple times where I got kind of, like, hurry up, I don't care about this scene, like, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But not very often. Most of the time, it kind of made sense. Right. Um, again, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to learn, and it took two and a half hours to not learn it. Has talking about it made you learn anything? Um... Probably not. Has talking about it made you appreciate anything? Um, yes. Good movies. Yeah. I got a culture point. Oh, what was that culture point? Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> you should feel proud of that. Patrick doesn't have one yet. This is the first episode. How would I have one? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? It's the first, it, it is the first episode and Ken got one. I know. I'm, I'm going to get one sometime. Yeah. There's still time. You still have maybe like two minutes before we end this one. <laughs> mm. I'm waiting on. I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm directing the question I just asked Ken to you yeah. now. Is there anything that you liked? Uh, in more words than uh, you could same, fit in a tweet. Same things. The video. You have a favorite scene? Uh, Ken said his. Maybe the beginning scene? The, the mining? Would you. All right. So, would you consider what do you consider the beginning scene? Like up to the point he, where oh, there's a dialogue when scene. When he's mining. So when he's by himself. Yeah. And then when he crawls back to town. Yeah. Essentially. So that was your favorite. Yeah. So it peaked early for you. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I like there's... the bowling scene quite a bit too. So the yeah, ending. I mean, there's... <laughs> so basically, the ending and the beginning. <laughs> there's plenty of scenes in there that were fine. Mm-hmm. When he was being crazy, was fun. Did you have a favorite <laughs> aspect of the movie, Ken or Patrick? That acting, the look. That you shouldn't just pour the oil out on the ground. <laughs> yeah, they were just sort of pouring it into a hole at yeah. the beginning. Tiny little pit. They didn't know better. <laughs> Where oh. else are you going to put it? <laughs> that was when they were wiping it on the baby. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this. This thing good. <laughs> okay, I guess I can talk about what I liked, and I'm not. I'm going to try not to be too boring here because I know Patrick. <laughs> Patrick was pretending to be asleep, so maybe it's not even worth talking about. I got me good. No, your your opinion matters. He just rolled his eyes, like I knew he was going to. It really does stuff. So yeah. go ahead and share. I'm not gonna ramble because otherwise, I I probably could ramble about this one a lot. Like I said, I wrote a paper about it. Part three coming we, up. How about we just do Tyler a, uh, talking in an echo chamber? How about we do a 30 second power blast? Nah, it's fine. Uh, what? It's probably my favorite. I consider this Paul Thomas Anderson's best <laughs> movie. Not his most entertaining. Boogie Nights is still probably like... That one's basically a flat-out comedy for the most part. There's some dark shit in it. That's about Mark Wahlberg being a porn star. You guys would probably <laughs> actually like that one. John C. Riley's in it, too. Oh, yes. Um, 
I don't I don't even know. There's like just so many things that I like about this movie. Everything it, it's one of those movies that I love literally every single aspect of it. I cannot think of one thing negative to say about it. I can't. And I'm afraid that it's just going to come off as like boring guy <laughs> rambling on about a movie that he thinks is perfect and being boring. <laughs> What's your favorite part then? My favorite part, like scene or favorite like aspect? Aspect. Mm, I'll try to get all technical there, Ken. I, I, repeating the word he said? I, <laughs> answering the question? Idiot. <laughs> Not talking to you, Don Fafford. Really <laughs> I, and I was talking about, I, I just saw the new Edgar Wright movie, um, Baby Driver, last night. And I was talking with someone about it. And this applies to this movie as well. Not Patrick. Um, I was there, though. Yeah, I know you saw it with me. Great movie. Great movie. He was so called, much better. He's calling me a nerd for like going to see it too it was a joke though I was sitting right next um, to the theater it was on his Facebook page everything about I, this movie is so fucking cinematic like what you're laughing for no reason again <laughs> it, it's not a lot happens but it we've, we had to split this into two parts because <laughs> literally so much happens and Paul Thomas Anderson might be the most economical even though this movie's two and a half hours, director that I can think of where he fits so much shit into a film that on paper should be, I don't know, an hour and a half. Because I'm sure the book is not that long either. And <laughs> as we said in part one, uh, it, there's not a whole lot even involving the book on this part. There might even be less plot. I doubt it. I bet there's actually a <laughs> lot more plot. And this is a simplified version of it. And I mean, just... Daniel Day Lewis, I, I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about method acting and not taking medicine to, <laughs> to get into character. But if that works for you, more power to you because I think this is like one of the best performances in history. Wow! Like Daniel Plainview is a character. Wow! Like you might. <laughs> why are you saying whoa? Are you like just being patronizing? No, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and even like young hw i'm the actor's name i can't remember it off the top of my head we said it in part one but paul thomas anderson got lucky picked the most like perfect kid like no acting experience at all and <laughs> i was reading about it and his mom <laughs> wasn't sure who daniel day lewis was so she watched gangs of new york and she's like, oh, no, I don't want my like, son to be in a movie with that with that ruffian. Because I don't know if you've seen Gangs of New York. Mm -hmm. But he plays a character called Bill the Butcher. And uh, <laughs> he murders a lot of people in that movie. And he says racist things. And uh, he's, a bad, he's a bad man. Um, but uh, they had she had to watch a movie where he played a nice guy. And I think Age of Innocence or something. Which in the title, as you can suggest, he's not as bad of a person in that movie. So she's like, okay, he's okay. So uh, she's she sounds like sort of like your typical parent of or a kin, in fact, who can't differentiate an actor between a role that they're playing. Um, but yeah, I've, I've rambled enough. I I love every movie. I love everything about this movie. I wish uh, our friend Carter was here because I'm sure he could put into words a lot more. I could probably write things that i like about this movie and i have before wink wink uh but right now i'm just vomiting word di diarrhea and i'm sure it's getting boring and you want to move on to the next uh podcast that you're listening to so i guess just final thoughts would not recommend i guess to anyone you too 
if you gotta watch a movie to impress your significant other and show how cultured you are, this isn't a bad one. Why would you say that? It's tolerable. <laughs> you put that on the DVD. Tolerable, Ken Adams. <laughs> uh, take this shit off. Uh, let's see, what's the review? There's no review. It just says Academy Award winner, Best Actor, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> and Best Cinematography, Robert Elswit. That should also be said. Cinematography, fucking gorgeous. I think we can all agree on that, correct? Yeah. It's pretty. Patrick nodded his head yes. He didn't say. Okay. Yes. He forgot <laughs> that this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts you want to add, Patrick? Mm. Watch a movie that you enjoy. Not your friend who suggests it. Well, no. Say something about this movie. <laughs> Not counter of what Ken just said. <laughs> uh, I was referring to you as a friend because you, well, you suggested it. I didn't suggest. I basically made you watch it. I didn't suggest it. <laughs> didn't make us. Uh, but inadvertently, I would say. You wouldn't have, I'd, would you guys have watched this movie had it not been for me? I no. maybe would have started. I would watch it, super... it was two and a half hours. But like, nope. I would watch the supercut version if all my favorite parts. You said the trailer looked good. It, it was deceiving. Very deceiving. <laughs> I believe if I'm remembering the action I, in the trailer. I, I, picked, I actually watched, I only watched like 15 seconds of the trailer. I didn't watch the whole Fucking thing. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, this movie could be like an old guy and he's going to start killing everyone and pollution, which I'm against. But, uh, and it wasn't anything like that. So It was an oil man and he did kill people and there was pollution. So it actually was all three of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it literally met every one of the boxes that you needed to check. <laughs> I was meaning like a crazy guy killing like just for fun and like super super greedy it was just tamed down for what i thought it was going to be so it was more nuanced and you don't like nuance Ugh, nuance yes nuance is dumb that's yeah, out of here Ugh, man nuance. get that off it's Woo. not even like oh explicit Shoot, there nuance. we go is even there we need nuance. like oh, nuance god yeah we need explicit stuff mm, explicit <laughs> oh it's like velvet on my tongue uh, oh it's so obvious oh yeah. obviousness Ugh. it's so good Get no that. metaphors. Get that nuance. It just out tells of here. me everything I need to know. Get those similes out of here. Get out of here, metaphors, <laughs> uh, Daniel metaphors Plainview. Take your golden pins and your oil and your chocolate from uh, McDonald's. Bread. Bread? Yeah. I like McDonald's. <laughs> well, good because they used the chocolate from the milkshakes for the oil in this movie. I don't really get ice cream at McDonald's. So. Hmm. Do they have chocolate ice cream at McDonald's? I think they have a shake. Chocolate milkshake. The machines all do you think they got it directly from McDonald's? I think they said, yeah. "Hey, we need uh, some milk." What? <laughs> Syrup. <laughs> or whatever. This is, this is the part of the podcast that I always look forward to, where we're just so delirious from talking for an hour and a half that we're just sort of like just. Or we need something oil-like. Give it to us, and they gave it to them. <laughs> give, give us, the, give us the "There Will Be Blood" special, and see if they know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> There will be blood. What's that? The movie. <laughs> you idiot! Give no, it to I... me. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> you have it. I thought we were in a scenario where I was talking to a cashier at McDonald's. <laughs> no, you're talking to me. I am talking to you. I thought <laughs> I you were the cashier for McDonald's. I work. I don't work for McDonald's. I know. It's called play acting. <laughs> Get in character like Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> You literally He's do it. Random. I was the curtain, the curtain jerker for a Aladdin show once. <laughs> you were what? No, it's not called a curtain jerker. 
We really need to wrap up. What's the real title? What was your favorite line of the movie? Don't say brother friend. <laughs> I don't think so. I was about to say. Besides that line? Uh, bread. It's what's for good. <laughs> Can't even get through what I was going to say. Uh, well, do you have a favorite scene? Uh, or oh, right. favorites? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, okay. What? Okay, you. What was your favorite? Oh, yeah. And we, you said the beginning <laughs> and the end. Mine's probably also Ken's favorite, but if we're going like in terms of... <laughs> you probably have actual reasons for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's your reasons? It looked good. You didn't like the music, but I love the music. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Picked it up. Picked what up? <laughs> uh, Patrick farted. <laughs> no, that's my foot on the carpet. You uncultured swine. <laughs> See? Probably back around. Okay, so that was There Will Be Blood. That was one of my favorites. That Our, was a biggie one. Our that first was, two parter. That was There There Will Be Blood Part 2. The first The one. first episode of our podcast. Is there a sequel? Yeah, Part 1. What's the sequel to There Will Be Blood? Part 1. There was blood. And. It was sad. And it's dried. Okay, I, I do need. Okay, we're, I'm giving myself two more minutes. How would you made this movie better? Go, Dan DeVito. <laughs> Always. Uh, who is he playing? H.W. Uh, no, he's the nope. old tycoon. Yeah, but he's just the same character. Uh, for old tycoon. Daniel Plainview. No, is... no, I said Dan DeVito is. Yeah, Daniel Plainview is the name of the character. Yeah, though. he's Danny DeVito. He's played by Danny, Danny DeVito's him. Uh, Charlie is, is... H.W. No, he's the preacher, Eli. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Repent! <laughs> oh, wait, no. That we... should be Mac, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Charlie would be... Uh... Charlie would be HW, because they'd live together. Dennis yeah. would be the brother. Because Charlie going brother. deaf would yeah. be funny, yeah. and I'm sure is, if it's not an episode, if it's always sunny, it will be <laughs> yeah. at some point. And D's not important, so... She'll be the bird. The lot of burden. Okay, so it's just it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, changes music. Changes music. It's always blood in Philadelphia. Different music. Yeah. Different scores. Okay, what's the new score sound like? I was gonna say just keep the first fifteen seconds that he does all the beginning. So it's just a lot of short. It's just a lot of short. No, just use that same sound without all the crap that's added into it. And no, no tense, scary music that like eight times throughout the movie. That was just. So we, <laughs> well, that's we gotta rate it real fast. That'll rate it for us. So yeah, rate it. Oh, uh, we always do it on the same time. One, so. two. Well, what do you mean always from the first same time? This is the first the one. First one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From now on, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Okay. One, two, three, six, seven. Seven? Yeah. You said the movie sucked, and you rated it a seven. That's a C. Don't let him. That's know. satisfactory. No, I'm counting it as seven. Huh? I'm keeping it at seven. You call that movie satisfactory? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't seem you, to hate it like you did. You What'd you say? Five or six? Little boy. He said six. Yeah. Wait, you literally every time that we haven't done this because this is the first one, it's you always, guys have literally always been one, one point apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? We like enjoy all the exact same things. So do you not think that would have happened? I'm actually surprised you rated this one so high. <laughs> yeah. Both well, of you. Well, it's been the most enjoyable. Oh yeah, one definitely. Because it's the first uh, one that we've yeah. done. So. Yeah. But it. compared to what we're going to watch, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm like pretty sure five this and a is four. Going to be pretty high up there. Yeah. yeah, I'd give it a ten. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst. It was just nine and a half or ten so. for me. Because, like I said, it's literally top ten all time favorite movies for me. Can we do halves? I don't care. Six point five. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna meet him in the middle and go six point two five. 
That's too much of a fraction. I invalidate that. And uh, six point one two five. Nope, too bad. You don't get to go to college now. That's really not a fraction if it's a decimal point. All right, so. Patrick didn't go to college. All right, so that's has been bachelor's uncultured. degree, master's degree, doctorate degree. Oil man. Honor honorary doctorate. None of that's true before anyone. I do have a bachelor's. So. Someone look up his back his history though. His go. <laughs> All, right, All right, so uh, this has been uncultured swine. My join name's us Tyler. For episode two. I'm Ken. I'm Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we'll see you in the mud next time. <laughs>